Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More. Welcome back to Alive for More. My name is Father Nick Ventura, and I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Casson, and Joel Yarmish. And before we begin, let's go ahead and start off with prayer. Joel, could you start us off, please? Yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for all of the things that you have placed in our life, the struggles, the joys, the happiness, the sadness. Lord, we thank you for creating us with a free will to feel these emotions and to react to them um, in whatever way that we choose. Lord, strengthen us to react to them in a positive way and to let all of our actions guide us to a closer relationship with you. And we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Sorry, guys, I forgot my line. No, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, Joel. Uh, Thank you so much for opening us up in prayer. Were you stressed out about forgetting your line? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, Trisha just hinted at what we were going to talk about today, and that's stress. And it's actually really funny because um, (laughs) every um, every time before we record, we start a a stream of text messages between the, the four of us. About what our topics well, are going to be. Well, the three of you and I eventually respond right. at and the end. And then Father eventually responds. But <laughs> th- this particular time, I, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a principal at a school. Um, and I was sitting at my desk and I picked up my phone and I had 17 messages and like 46 new emails. And I was really overwhelmed. And so what the <laughs> the first message I saw said, you know, what what are some topic suggestions? And so I typed in how to deal with stress in a holy way. And um as I was driving home that night, I um, was pretty overwhelmed with my job. And first of all, I'm going to caveat this in saying I am not quitting. Anyone who is listening to St. Gabriel Radio right now who knows that I am principal of St. Mary's in German Village, I am not quitting my job. <laughs> um, but I just happened to be driving home that night thinking, what are some of the least stressful jobs? And I even typed it into my phone. Like, what are the least stressful jobs in the United States? Hopefully not States? when you're driving. Um, no. Um, <laughs> and so, um, so as I was looking at this list, I was struck with the realization of no matter where we are in life, even if I were to think of the most relaxing job, which, by the way, I've come to decide that I think I would really enjoy um, being like... I don't know. I I still think about it because here's the thing. But no she's matter not what, quitting. right? I'm not <laughs> quitting. But no matter what job I think of, even if it is in the most beautiful setting, the most relaxing setting, there's always going to be elements of stress to it. And so I'm always resulting in the fact that wait a minute, I love my job, I love where I am, and I just need to learn how to deal with stress in a healthy way mm-hmm. and deal with it in a holy way, not just healthy but holy. I am interested what jobs are on that list, though, Kayla. Well, actually, it's really interesting. I think I think it was like massage therapist and, you know, like um, hotel receptionist. Or Those seem like the most stressful jobs to me. A hotel me, receptionist, I bet, could be stressful. Well, yeah. see, that's the thing is that these the ones that are on the list that are viewed as relaxing still have elements of stress. So the bottom line is stress is... Um, it's something that we're going to be faced with every day, no and, matter what we do. And I think there's this old sports mm-hmm. quote, you know, it happens every time a player is really nervous about a game, is stressing out about a game, asks, 
his or her coach. What can I do? I thought of a job that's not stressful. Okay, fine. I'll you come back going, to that. I'll keep. Uh, thank you. Thank <laughs> Sorry. you. It's all right. Um, you know, the, the the player goes to his or her coach and says, "I'm so nervous about this game. I'm stressing out about it." And the coach eventually says, "Good. It means you care about it." Yeah. Um, so right. you know, then sports adages. I'm mm. not much of a sports player myself, but mm-hmm. it just always kind of stuck with me. It's like, all right. Not all stress is because we care about it. Sometimes stress comes just by result of bad things happening. Mm-hmm. But sometimes stress comes because, hey, I want to do a good job at this. Hey, I want this to go right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just this element of, oh, what can I do to do that? And, yeah. you know, when we reach the end of that rope of what we can do, that causes us a little stress because, like, there's nothing more I can do. So, yeah. so I was thinking, like, why why do we get anxious? Why do we get stressed out? And I think, um, you know, obviously a lot of smarter people than I have probably posited this as well. But the, the reason that we get stressed is because we realize that we don't have complete control. We're not we are not fully in in power. We have to rely on other people, whether it be, um, you know, in my job, I have to rely on my coworkers, or I have to rely on whatever else. But ultimately, it reminds us in life that we don't have, um, I guess, there's there's someone who's more powerful than us. There's someone, God, namely, who, um, who, who we need to put our trust in and say, mm-hmm. I trust your plan for me, God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, okay, so we've established the fact that stress is, is going to be part of life. There's mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. even the job that Trisha thought of while, while I was talking. Do you remember what that job was, Trisha? Yeah, to be like a food tester, like man versus food. Well, I you would go get... in and you rate food and you eat food. Yeah, but what if you probably will stress out? Oh, man, I really don't want to eat bad food today. Yeah, what if I what wouldn't if... stress out about and eating any food? What if or you have to travel somewhere feelings? and your and your car breaks down and you can't get to work? And okay, all you right, can't... you guys that are like okay, stressing out. <laughs> <laughs> so like something. I mean, uh, work isn't the only source of stress. So it's going to be a fact of life. Is yes. we are going to have stress. It, How do we deal with it? Well, and I, I think it's a fact of life that we're going to have stress, Father. But I do, I I think that it, it might be a fact, but oftentimes what is stressful is that we're surprised by stress. Yes. So even we can say, oh, life is stressful and everyone gets stressed and every job is stressful. But to be honest with you, I'd say for like a good part of my life, like, of course, like stressful things would happen. But like, I've never thought of myself as an anxious person or mm-hmm. like somebody who gets stressed out, like. It's just been, you know, I can usually roll the punches, but it wasn't until something actually stressful happened and I was surprised by my stress. And that in itself is like stressful. Yeah. Like we can be Mm -hmm. surprised by anxiety or surprised by and not Mm -hmm. prepared for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes Um, you can't prepare for it. mm -hmm. Sometimes it just happens. Mm -hmm. So the question is, what do we do after? How, how do we manage stress? And, you know, this is not what this show is all about, but. You know, I think it should be. Yeah. I, I do because, I mean, there are always practical things. So I've done a lot of research on this. Actually, just last night, I was overwhelmed and I, I typed in, you know, how do principals deal with stress? And there are, <laughs> no joke, no joke. There are, are, I mean, I have read scholarly articles about this and there are, you know, the, the cliche things. So mm-hmm. making a list, taking time for yourself, exercising, speaking with a friend, um, finding an outlet, leaving work at work, not doing work on the weekends. Um, you know, all of these like very practical things. So I think that, you know, one thing that we could talk about is like one practical thing that we do, um, but then also bring it to, you know, a holy level. So 
um, in my life, one practical thing that really helps me when I'm overwhelmed is that to um, to really just like sit down and just make a list of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other practical thing is I really have someone that I go to and I, I talk to them. Um, this person is usually one of my parents, my mom or my dad. And I'm just really telling them, okay, I know that I just need a third party outside perspective to tell me everything's going to be okay. So usually between the two of those, that helps a lot, the list and talking to someone. But I think even more than that, as Catholics, as Christians, as young adult Christians, we're called to take it to the next level and know that, you know, I've said this actually before the show today, that um, sometimes we are in that refiner's fire and for those of you who don't know what a refiner's fire is, um, all, a lot of times they take all of it, like the the gold, um, in, into one pot, and they basically have to like bring it to an extremely high heat to let all of the impurities rise to the top and burn off. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just something that has to happen in order for the gold to be as pure as possible. And so sometimes in our life, we are that gold. You know, we have been placed in that fire and it hurts and it's hot and it's overwhelming and it's bubbling and everything. But when you think about it from that perspective, suddenly the fire no longer becomes painful, but it becomes mm-hmm. purifying and mm-hmm. okay. You know, it makes it more okay to say, I am overwhelmed, I am stressed, but I know that you are working this for my good. And that that is wonderful to say because like we're all striving, you know, mm-hmm. we're all living for more. Oh gosh, so, <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> I did. I really yeah, did. <laughs> you, you really knew it was coming. So you're listening to a live for more in St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. My name is Father Nick Ventura. Ventura, I can say my last name, I promise. And I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Casson, and Joel Yarmish. And we're talking about, you know, stress and ways of dealing with it, particularly with, you know, in relation to holy ways of dealing with stress. And uh, Kayla was just talking about, you know, making lists or talking to the third party and, you know, kind of elevating that to like, okay, what do we do? I mean, it's that refiner's fire. And a temptation that we have or rather, not a, a temptation, but a question we always have is, what's the great purpose? For those those of us who believe that God is in charge, that God provides, that God has a plan, we always want to look for that great plan. And I think for us as humans, we want to say, oh, it's for, you know, okay, to make this organization great, to, you know, do this, do that. But ultimately, when it boils down, you boil away all of that. The great plan is always to love and be loved. Mm -hmm. So when we are like wondering, okay, why am I going through this? The question we shouldn't ask is looking for some outside thing first, but to look inside, how is this helping me love more and be loved more? Um, You know, because there there was that, that's actually a quote from St. Mother Teresa, Mm -hmm. from St. Teresa of Calcutta. Um, Actually, it's in the catechism, and it says the innate vocation of every human being is to love and to be loved. Yeah. That's the, and it's in the catechism. It's my favorite quote in the catechism. And and so she was quoting the catechism. So great. I got to wear. There we go. So it all comes from our. our, Drop the mic. You can't drop it here. Sorry. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's that to love and be loved. And, And Father, I like. 100% 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there are people, and, and myself included sometimes, we we know that truth, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know that I am created to love and to be loved. and But that doesn't sometimes, like, take away the stress. No, no, you no, know? no, no, and no, like, no So how do we get to the point where, like, just that awareness of my vocation to love is enough, right? Like, how can I, like... Um, put aside or confront or work through the anxieties and the stress in my life mm-hmm. to where 
just I can rest in that. Trisha, that's a really and, good question. And I'm going to propose something that's it's probably going to start an argument. I would propose we can never get rid of stress. Stress uh, will always be there. Well, yeah. Um, uh, okay. So I think we can work through how we respond to it. How we respond it, to it, yes. I would say stressful triggers will always mm. be there, but mm. stress will not always be there because stress is a, a is a, a human reaction. So I would say that there will always be stressful triggers, but I'm sure that there are people who... Um, are just I don't want to say even keel but even keel and that they but I would argue that they know how to manage their stress um, in a way that it doesn't peak but then if they know how to manage stress then it's no longer stress but it is still stress because right? you can you can talk to somebody who you know has a lot of stressful yeah, situations mean, think about it think about it like pain uh, pain is there our reaction to pain is is what we can control. Mm. So someone who's experienced a lot of pain might have a higher threshold. Someone who's experienced a lot of stress might have a higher threshold. It doesn't mean the stress is gone. It just means that the way they've managed to react to it has changed. And uh, not to, uh, I guess, derail this philosophical philosophical discussion <laughs> you guys are having. Um, but uh, I guess I would say... Um, you know, in in terms of why why stress is there, what is the purpose of stress? Um, I have been blessed enough that I, I I don't get stressed a whole lot. I don't get stressed mm-hmm. a ton. I have a job where I can rely on my coworkers and know that they're they're where they're supposed to be, and I just do what I do and they do what they do. I have a, a beautiful wife who keeps me even keeled at home, does a great job with uh, balancing me out and just being the uh, the the U to my Q or the Q to my U, whichever. Um, <laughs> and and I do remember though distinctly one time in my life where it was about four or five months where stress was just boiling out of me. It was mm-hmm. the first time and probably the last time I've experienced this insane high level of stress, and I did not react well to it because I had never experienced anything mm-hmm. like it before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I realized in going through this, I I saw people who reacted well to my stress. They helped me out. They did. You know, they were there. They listened. They offered solution, but didn't force solutions to me. And I saw people who did not help me in stress. And I saw them as stressors in my current stress level. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, and, and, and getting through all that, I've got to a much better place now, but I realized through my stress, how to better help other people with stress. And I think that that was huge in my development as just being a, generally a good person. This is, this is ways that I can help this. These are who helped me. And, and these are people who hurt me. So don't act like this. Don't act cold and callous and say, just get through it. Just why do you complain? And everybody has stress. Um, you need to be empathetic, and and I think that um, going going through these stressful situations better helps you adapt to other people who are going through stress. That's that's a wonderful point. Is like you know learning how to um, deal with stress, finding different ways to you know learn about it, and you know it it is going through stress that we can see what was helpful for me. And I, Joel, that was that was a wonderful point. You know because how we deal with stress oftentimes we learn from how we learn from other people how they deal with us when we're stressed um so kayla yeah i yeah i, mean, I think you're driving the show here so no. <laughs> that's it's great i want to hand it back no, to you i mean i i feel bad that i'm driving this show but i think that you know one thing that one thing that has just really struck me in all of this is that um you know we we have that ability to make situations as tense and as overwhelming 
um, as we can and also as like calm and peaceful as we can. And I think that it's really just in how we how we respond. So, um, of course, we're going to have that natural. Um, I love, love, love temperaments. OK, mm. so um, we're going to because we have a, a strong tendency to one of the four temperaments that's going to immediately change our reaction to it. So either, you know, choleric, melancholic, sanguine or phlegmatic. And that will change our immediate reaction. But then it's when we, right after that knee-jerk response, what do we do with that? And I think that, you know, um, one of the teachers drives me crazy when he says this, but he says it to me a lot and it keeps me in check. He says, Kayla, you need to slow your roll. And um, really, it just like takes, it causes me to take a step back and realize, okay, wait a minute. It's going to be okay, mm-hmm. you know, and not that it's going to be okay, but that it is okay. And even with people in my profession, I think that we do have, you know, there are some pretty big things that come across my plate, but I don't work in a life and death situation. Um, but even those who do work in life and death situations, you know, I look at my brother-in-law who's a doctor and um, even those people who do work in life and death situations, I think it's, you know, we can have that immediate immediate fight or fight or flight and immediate response. But then how do we process through that and take mm-hmm. it down five notches or 10 notches? And, and talking about, I, I kind of want to, I don't want to put her on the spot, but mm-hmm. I do want to ask Trisha, I know you're a nurse and you have probably have pretty stressful situations. Mm-hmm. I know uh, I'm not going to ask you to name specific things, but like in what ways have you kind of found like in your lifestyle uh, with uh, being a nurse and stuff like that, you yeah. found like mitigating those stressful situations. I think that's a great question. I think that God gives all of us a very unique personality and a very unique temperament and with individual gifts and talents. And so Mm -hmm. I do think that there are people who are more calm Mm -hmm. and people who are, who tend to get more excited about things. And so how do I like, how, how do I deal with the stress of being a nurse? I think a lot of it is just that God made me to be a nurse. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I'm a labor and delivery nurse and I'm a cancer nurse. So I get to work with the end of life and the beginning of life, two beautiful and sometimes stressful moments. But like, um, I think it's just that like the way that I can deal with it is because God made mm-hmm. me to do this and he's given me the gifts and talents. And so maybe like when we are in stressful situations, just remembering that like, okay, when a woman is laboring, like a lot of times what I remind her is like, you know, towards the end. A woman is always like, I can't do this. Am I going to die? You know, (laughs) just like reminding them, like, you are made for this. Mm -hmm. Like, you are a woman and you are made for this. Like, you are made for this moment and you can do it. And um, so I think maybe that's just like what uh, something to remind ourselves, like whatever the stressful situation is, like, actually, I don't know. That's probably not right theology. Because in a sense, we're not made for like car accidents and bills we don't have money to pay for or breakups like we're not made for those moments but yeah. i do think that like god gives us um i don't know just like just like grace that we a need supernatural yeah. to rely on him another way i deal with stress is when my life gets out of control i clean you mm-hmm. know I, and it's the funniest thing cuz i remember being a high schooler and like my i was always messy like my locker was always a mess my room was always a mess and it drove my mom crazy you know like trisha clean your room clean your room put your laundry away it drove her crazy and and my i remember my even my first grade teacher told my mom like trisha will always be a good student but her desk is always going to be a mess you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't yeah. know i've just never really cared like to put things in order um but in my adult life like i feel like there was a great, I don't know what saint said it though, but like to get your life in order to make your bed. 
Yes, there's I don't a, know. truly, yeah. But um, I do think there's something to that. Like whenever, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's When a, my bed's not made, I'm stressed out. No, there was yeah. a, there's a saint who did say, uh, you know, over the, um, what, what you see on the exterior is a reflection on what is on the interior and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, my room is a mess and I, well, that's a whole nother story. I took a picture of my room last weekend because it was absolutely just chaos and i knew that like that was a reflection of what was happening interiorly mm-hmm. and the you, it's exactly right as soon as i like cleaned my room it was like okay you know i there is clarity now and if i am really overwhelmed i clean my desk off so that it is organized and so that there's just clarity of mind um something else that i found too just in dealing with my stress is to do something that gives me life not something that is um, that calming. releases you from it. Right. But something that gives me life. So, for example, something that I have a tendency to want to do is just to come home and turn on the TV and just like veg for a while. But that's not really healthy. What mm. gives me life is like being with my little niece, being with my family, being with, um, you know, good, holy friends. And I'm not saying that we need to fill our schedules, but differentiating between, OK, what do we find that is like vegging out and mindless and what is life giving and knowing that sometimes we need to do those life giving things that we don't feel like doing. I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like going on a walk. I don't feel like seeing my family, but I know that's what's life giving. And it differentiating between what we feel like doing may not always be what's good for us. Right. And I mean, I know in my own personal life, when I have had a particularly stressful day or week, it's in priest friends, you know, calling mm-hmm. up and say, I just need, yeah. I mean, just need to relate. Let's, let's go watch the, um, the game. Let's go, let's just go sit around and, you know, talk with one another and not necessarily what's stressing us out, but, you know, just being there yeah. with them. Yeah, and I think something really important, too, to keep in mind that I just want to tell our listeners before we finish here is the importance of looking and evaluating our lives to see, are there stressful things that I need to let go of? You know, if and I'm not saying there are definitely there's a category of things that are overwhelming that we cannot control, just like Patricia was saying, you know, a sickness, a breakup, a car accident, those things we can't control. But a lot of times in our life, we take on these additional responsibilities, these additional um, you know, things in our life and an inability to delegate an inability to say no, whatever it is, can it, it contribute to that? So really just taking a step back and having even like a third party evaluate, you know, you need to change some things in your life. Otherwise, you're going to really have a hard time. Yeah. And I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, mm-hmm. I went to school t- for in public relations and marketing. And the big thing that they say in public relations is you need to be proactive and not reactive. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, you might think that it's everything's going smooth sailing. And you're like, why do I need to sh- why do I need to hear a show about stress? I guess my advice and my advice to the listener who's not stressed out is to um, recognize that you're not stressed out. And this is the best time and the easiest time to prepare for a stressful situation. Yeah. Yes. yes. Say, um, because when you're stressed out and when you feel like you're at the bottom, you, you can't look anywhere. You can't see to the top. And so you can't see, you can't get back to that. You feel like you're never going to get back to that point. So while you're feeling stress-free and while you're fe- feeling carefree, think about uh, ways to stay that way. Think about things to avoid. Think about things to focus on when you do get stressed out because your head's not going to be that clear when you're stressed out. Um, from personal experience, um, you just you can't think about anything but getting through your current struggle when you're stressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the the best example that I can think of, that, and I, I know I stole this from somewhere, but I don't know where, is to kind of look at our life 
as kind of like a pressure system. You know, when, when you build a radiator, when you build something that has a lot of pressure in it, those systems always have a release valve somewhere. Just in case something horrible happens in the system and this pressure spikes, there's always that emergency valve that kind of sh- relieves the pressure. So because if there's, there isn't that emergency valve, the system will explode. That Water heaters have that, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Speaking I, from personal experience. Right. They, like, explode out of your house. Yeah, you don't, wanna, you don't <laughs> want that, that to happen. Oh, yeah, that's a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, uh, we were proactive on that one, though, so it's oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you, you need that release valve, but sometimes, you know, we will naturally always build that release valve. That is just a reflex of ours. And sometimes we build it in a place where it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if the release valve for that water heater is right in your bedroom, that's not a good place for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. it's it just not a place. It should be in a place that's not going to affect anybody, uh, well, or at least it's going to maybe do something productive. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there are all sorts of different release valves that we can accidentally find ourselves in that aren't healthy for us. Yeah, so find, mm-hmm. find your release valve. Find, find, a, find yeah. something that's healthy to kind of help redirect that stress in a more positive way. Yeah, and I think that just from my own experience, it's helpful when people list off healthy things. Mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned a couple, visiting my family, mm-hmm. um, going Ex- on a walk, yep. exercising. Exercise. Trisha has one that I absolutely love. Do you want to say what yours is? Um, what do you love doing? That's like your hobby that you oh, crafting. Yes, crafting. she loves crafting. She oh, loves crafting yeah. and making Christmas cards. And you know that's that's really good um, for someone else who might be reading a book, might be taking made a, a class. lot of Christmas cards lately. She's like, <laughs> no, seriously, I was at dinner, <laughs> and it's only October, so wow. <laughs> if that tells you anything about the yeah. <laughs> stress. Yeah. So you do experience stress. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it, you know, again, just differentiating between. What I feel like doing may not be what is on that list and making sure that we don't just default to what we feel like doing. Because to be honest, my default is to go to sleep. When I Uh get stressed, I just want to go to sleep. But I know that's not healthy. I know that something else in this other list Mm -hmm. is what is better for me. Right. So what are some quick suggestions of, I know we have crafting, my list, Father, or Joel, uh, do you I, have something? I, yeah, I work on the house. I do yard work. and awesome. I, Yeah, I make the house more That livable. was something on the principal stressful list. No joke. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I could be a principal. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I do is I like to read. I like to write. You know, some sort of mental outlet. Oh, okay. Um, just, you know, putting something out there or I'll work on a homily or yeah. something like that. I also like playing checkers. It's really relaxing. Playing a game with somebody. That, but Gregory and Chan Pandora. Yep. That that also is very relaxed. Listening to music. Going to give that a hard pass. Okay, so next yeah. thing we're going to do is show on relaxing. Relaxing. <laughs> that'd be great. So right now, why don't we go ahead and close with the best stress relief prayer. So at least in my opinion. Trisha, could you close us off in prayer? Of course. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, we just pray that you will overwhelm our hearts with peace, Lord. Whatever area in our life we are in most need of your peace, we pray that you will just flood our hearts. We ask this through your intercession. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Until next time, God bless you. Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com. Veni, so-